everybody. Welcome back to Cows and Canoes. This is uh, a fun episode we're going to have on uh, friends in low places. So once again, I'm Brandon Hines. To my right this time. Kat. And Brittany. And uh, we're going to jump straight into the relationships that we build in restaurants. Because usually they're not really appropriate. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's definitely a strange scenario. This is one of those things that... When you're starting out in a restaurant, you don't really understand the culture is more than just like, oh, we serve your food. It's legitimately like we take care of each other. We make sure, you know, I think we touched on those earlier episodes, like 20 people are waiting on you to succeed and everybody has that best interest. And because of that, the relationships are much deeper, at least for a short time frame, than most industries, I feel. Right? Like you, you if you work in an office job, yeah, sure. You have good relationship with friends. You guys do Taco Tuesday together, whatever. Or in the restaurant industry, it's more like we live together for, you know, however much time. And we see each other not only every day, but we also go out together, all kinds of stuff. So let's talk on the uh, first first setup. What do you think really charges those relationships? Why are they so good? Why, why are your friends when you're in a relationship like, man, these guys are awesome when you work in a restaurant? I think mine started with, um training the people that I trained with I always had like a deep connection to like I once trained with this guy Isaac and as this was like seven years ago and I still he like lives in Wisconsin and he'll come um to Oklahoma to visit some of his family and he always hits me up and says hey man I'm doing a show at the comedy parlor you want to come down and see it yeah dude when I'll be there I want one of your CDs. You gonna autograph it for me? You bet. So, what is it that causes that though? Like, I mean, you train together. Um, you know, I I've always thought of it's like kind of like that whole battle buddies thing where it's, it's a like, level of equality. Yeah. You, it doesn't matter like where you come from. You are here working at this same restaurant, doing the same job, serving the same shitty people, having the same types of experiences. Right. And you get to live it together. It's just the struggle is 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 uniform across the board, you think? I mean, it obviously varies a little bit from person to person. But not a person. lot of it. Not a lot. You're right. I mean, it's the same bullshit for everybody. You can be 50 years old with a grandkid at home or 15 years old, you know, and it's your first job. You're still going still gonna to have people who don't tip. You're still going to have shitty days. You're still going to need to talk to somebody at the end of it. And if you're 15 and the only person to talk to is that 50-year-old woman, y'all are going to form a friendship that you didn't think you were. Right. That's absolutely true. I think it's the sinking boat syndrome. Mm. Like, if this boat uh, goes down, everybody's going down. So, like, on the Titanic where uh, there's that band that's like, well, screw it, we're still going to keep playing music. Yeah, just like that. It's like, today sucked and the restaurant's on fire, but I have to have a job tomorrow, so get a fucking bucket. Fair. put it out mm-hmm. fair the only thing i can think of that is kind of equal in the amount of time spent together is like a fraternity Interesting. or a sorority yeah because they they live together in the same boat so let's talk about the process i guess because a lot of people who haven't worked in the industry don't really understand it so let's say i'm a new server right i come in one of you two have to train me right so the first thing is it's like oh yeah this is the proper way to do things whatever this is the real way that's not going to get you five extra hours on your shift for no reason or whatever. And that's like a five minute 
conversation. conversation. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you get, get an hour lucky, to train someone, right. and it's like, okay, here's five minutes of the bullshit I have to tell you. Yeah. Here's forty five minutes of Listen how it me. actually works, yeah. and now we have five minutes to go smoke. Like let's <laughs> let's do that real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that smoking part is so funny because that's where so much really does happen. You know, because when you're in the restaurant, like. You know, I'm hitting my tables, you're hitting your tables, you're hitting your tables. And there's just that, you know, we're crossing boundaries with each other and be like, oh, behind you, blah, 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 and you're just doing things. But then whenever you have that quick second to unwind, like unwind and actually kind of let things out, that's when you really start to build those relationships. Like, I'm going to take five minutes. I need somebody to go with me. Yeah. I don't even smoke and I'm going outside. Oh, like, yeah, for that's sure. That's a real thing. Yeah, because then it's usually... I hate to say it, it's usually a bitch fest at first where you're all like, fucking these people, you know, and you start kind of laying into it. Um, but once you get done with that, then you kind of, you know, finish up your training piece or whatever. And then you say, all right, well, at least for us in, in our scenario, it was always like, okay, so where is the party tonight? Who's who's hosting? What's happening? Or what's, what's going down? You know, and that's where a huge portion of my restaurant um, experiences really come back to those parties at the end. You know what I mean? So that after hours culture. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I still say that second to the job I have right now because of like the insane amount of benefits and the perks, sure. uh, the restaurant we all work together at is hands down my favorite job I've ever yeah? had. Yeah. yeah. I got fired for a crappy reason. I, I don't even know that story. I don't think <clears throat> that's for, cause a you were there. Day. Yeah. That's, that's not a today story. Yeah, cause like I left before you, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you worked mm-hmm. after I was there. Yeah. So Let's talk about the after hours culture then. I guess that's really where this entire conversation is. Um, you know, because I spent a lot of time, you know, hosting a whole lot of the parties and things because, you know, we had a uh, apartment at one point and there was the duplex at one point and then all that stuff. But it was all like less than a mile from the restaurant. That's right? not why. Oh, well, other than Chris and Nick. No, and... you were old enough. Oh, to buy beer. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's be honest like well and we were close we were super close oh, it's not like you okay. had to go drive to Ulaga, you know listen right there's a lot of people who did drive out to Ulaga. it's true it's true yeah but, i remember people driving out to Ulaga like from tulsa yeah so so that was that was a thing that was that was a thing mm. so the uh co-workers that you have what's the worst co-worker you've had at a restaurant or service industry as a whole i think the worst co-worker i've ever had um is probably someone at the restaurant we were all worked at and it was someone who followed the rules not because they were the rules but because other people didn't does that make sense it went does. out of their way to be like well this person only rolled 47 silverware and it or was 50 is this yeah. person really tall yes and of the male gender yes i'm trying to place it because i don't know it off the top of my head those things are both accurate awesome he so, had a um a younger brother who was also shorter sure okay no idea so assume i don't know this guy at this mm, point because mm-hmm, i probably mm-hmm. do but i'm not i'm not catching on that one okay uh what made him so shitty other than that nothing that's it he just followed the rules he no. He explicitly went out of his way to make sure that if you weren't following the rules, let's say there's literally no silverware left in the restaurant, yeah. right? It's all rolled. Yeah. If you haven't done your fifty, he's gonna make sure that somebody hears about it, whether it's worth it or not, whether there's anything to be done right. about it. So he's more of a snitch than anything else. He's more of a like 
credit due kind of person where okay. it's like, well, I've done mine, you know, mm-hmm. what about this? And it's like, I hate those. What about people? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's one of those things that, that bothers me more than anything else. When you're trying to explain to somebody that, you know, like in my role, especially nowadays as a manager, I have to tell people like, Hey, listen, you fucked up. Like that's, part of the job that's what i do and then you'll be all like hey listen a great example okay this one just happened two days ago in the current restaurant set i had a um, kid who was doing something whatever got into an argument in the kitchen with the other uh, cook guy they stepped out back to like duke it out but they didn't actually throw down or whatever right so i bring him into the office next day obviously Hey, man, so obviously I need you to be an adult. I don't need you fighting people. Your job here is not to get in the UFC. Your job is to make fucking food and send it out. That's your entire job. However you get to an argument to the point where you think you're going to have to fight somebody, I don't fucking understand. Schedule that after work. Right. Like, like you know, I, I don't get it. He was like, well, yeah, you know. What about 3 o'clock in the parking lot? Yeah. Right. Yes. After school. Like, call me because I want to be there for that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit through your shift, but I will be there for a parking yeah. lot. Oh, for sure. But the uh, from there it goes like, oh, well, but he, but he, but he. And I was like, I don't give a fuck what he's doing. Yeah. I want to have the same conversation with him. Is that at the end of the day, you have to own up for you. Yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve with people. Right. Thank you for bringing that yeah. up. <laughs> Leading into that. I hate when um, people that I'm working with are not accountable for the things that they do. And I can hear them either with guests and they're blaming the reason that they didn't Mm, put their order in on. No, no. I I have heard people that will blame like the cook for the reason that stuff's not coming out because they forgot to put the order in. Right. Yeah. And then go back and blame something else Blame the customer to the cook and be like, well, they changed it or exactly. It. Yeah. I need like her to on a rush. That's yeah. awful. So they're like that. And then it's like even in meetings, like in employee meetings in um, with like management, they don't they're not accountable for mm-hmm. the things that they do. It's there's always some reason why somebody else should have done something. And that's the reason why they couldn't do what they were supposed to do. You know, yeah. I'm literally teaching that lesson to like my 10 year old child. Mm-hmm. And if I have to talk to a grown ass person about it. Yeah. I have no respect for you anymore. Right. And that that's what Vanessa and I, I think I mentioned that on the previous podcast is that like I can, you know, teach them read and write. But if they can't handle their own personal self or their own personal emotions, then it doesn't really fucking matter what, what you do. So, you know, whenever it comes down to like those crappy coworkers. I think I avoided a lot of people that just couldn't handle themselves. You know, I gravitate towards um, those people who are strong-willed, strong personality, but, you know, kind of like, hey, listen, I fucked up, dude, but here's what I did. You know, because at that point, I don't have to worry about them trying to throw me under the bus for something stupid. For something after hours, even. Yeah. Because the way that it works, <clears throat> the people that I'm close with at work are the people I hang out with after. And I wouldn't say it's clicky like high school, but I would say there are kind definitely... Was, yeah. You know, at least two, but probably more groups of right. people who do things together. You've well, got soccer moms, you've mm-hmm. got college kids, you've got underage girls who will go anywhere. You have the stoner crew. Yeah, I mean, some of us fit into a couple of those. Yeah, things. exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of mixing, but at the same sure. time, the guy who says, "Hey, she only rolled forty silverware," yeah. is the same guy who's like, "Excuse me, officer, but this isn't even my car." Yeah, like yeah, right. I don't have time for either one of those situations yeah. in my life. Yeah, and those are the same guys, though, as well, like, who just often never get invited to. Oh, yeah, and that's know? what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if I can't trust you at work, you're definitely not coming after yeah. work. Yeah, I don't need you, like, reporting back. Yeah. yeah. 
for sure. They seem like the kind of guys who that'll get stoned and then be like really panicky. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, like, right. Super, just like I need Kill to call the my mood. mom. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, don't call your mom unless your mom is hot. But like, <laughs> I've seen your mom. Don't call her. Don't call her. Don't. Yeah, don't do leave, that. leave your mom out of this, and I'll leave this out of your mom. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she had to process that one. That was pretty fantastic. So, best coworkers, and I'm no, like, no, no, wait, who was your worst coworker? Mm-hmm. Oh God, there's a list of them, man. Um, you know, because whenever I'm going through it, the people that are either that or trying to be sneaky about everything, like, there's people that try to be shady just to be shady. Oh, they go behind your back just for no fucking like reason. street cred. Like. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, I bet it's gonna be cool if I go and talk shit about this people. Yeah, uh, you know. I had one. I oh that. my gosh! I worked with this guy. I bartended with him, and he was a one upper. Oh my <laughs> gosh! And we would be at the bar. And sometimes I can work with somebody, and like right. it, I work really well with like guys. And I'm like I'm kind of petite, so when I work with like a larger guy, I can like play like sassy, you know. And like the bar patrons, mm-hmm. they really love that. They yeah. eat that shit up. They love like a little girl bossing around a big old dude like get in the back gargoyle or something you know just like, like the disney princess like taming the beast exactly like, i'm gonna turn him into a loving teddy bear you <laughs> watch right yes. exactly precisely this guy like i i would try like there was no competing like he was yeah. always the alpha you know like mm. and i could we just could never mesh, could never mesh. ever yeah. and it was like i didn't like him on a personal level oh. i didn't like him on a professional level like because we we like went out after work one time and this guy like one of the first like personal things he says to me is that he has so many friends on facebook they <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, okay, <clears throat> I'm already impressed by this guy. I'm gonna need his number immediately. I'll just Facebook him. Oh I guess. Jesus Christ! So he has so many friends on Facebook. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm really cool online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my mom thinks I'm awesome, guys. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he had so many friends on Facebook that he couldn't get any more friends. Like Facebook denied him, which oh, yeah. is true. Course, that does sure. happen. Sure. But I mean, yeah. why who do you? Gives a who fuck? leads yeah. with that? Sure. Yeah, like. Literally, all I'm hearing at this point is like, I don't do anything but accept strangers on Facebook. Right, this is my right. hobby. So yeah. here, here's the legit question with that mental state scenario. Like, <sighs> what are you supposed to say back? Cool. Cool. Show me your dick. That's, That's the dream. What? I That's said the to dream. Him. I said that to him. I mean, not like <laughs> the show me your dick thing. I left that part out. Okay. Yeah. No, that's but the, the rest of it. Absolutely. Yeah. I did. I said, cool. Yeah. yeah. Like that. That's I mean, think about it. Anytime you're trying to impress anybody. I'd say 90% yeah. of the time it's yeah. sexual. Uh-huh. You're like, I mean, I put on this top. I put on these heels. Why? So you look at my butt. Mm-hmm. I have so many Facebook friends. Cool, man. I can't wait to see your dick later. Like, <laughs> there's nothing else to say. And then just never speak to him again. Quit Fair. your job. Fair. Move out of the state. <sighs> burn Leave. down your house. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, I, I just don't understand, though, whenever you have that entire group of people that are you know, really heavily focused on that, like, I have to be accepted and be awesome because, you know, it self-validates me online. Mm. I don't have that drive, I don't think. Like, I really don't give a fuck about what happens online. Like, I just don't. You know, and I think that's kind of the same way for for both of you guys. And I think that's why we all get together is because it's not like, you know, my online persona is my life i'm never gonna stop our dinner and be like hold on i have to instagram this real quick or like stop drinking stop having fun because like i'm gonna i'm gonna do a thing i um i have facebook for my grandma 
That's cute. I like to show, you know, like post pictures for me and my aunts and stuff. Yeah, I have a lot of family out of town and it's cool to kind of like catch up with them, but I don't really catch up with them. I kind of just like look at their pictures and scroll through and then I'm like, oh my God, a cat video. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Literally, that's it. And I... Ooh, an ice cream festival. Right? A thing that I would love to go to but won't have the energy for. Like, yay. Mm -hmm. I will go through probably once every two weeks and just take people out of my Facebook because if I don't talk to you, if I'm not genuinely interested, because you know, someone will come over for game night, whatever, and they're Mm -hmm. like, add me on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then it turns out we have zero things in common. Mm -hmm. Or they're like, can't wait to suck Trump's dick at the next election. And I'm like, (laughs) we're really just not going to be able to be friends. Like more than likely. So that's a very good point, actually, that I just thought about. Have you guys noticed a lot of the people that you work with in the restaurant industry are super on the liberal side? You don't see a whole lot of like conservative people that are actually serving tables. You mean you don't see a bunch of people that don't see others as equals? <laughs> serving <laughs> tables. tables? That's a weird coincidence, I think. It's just strange that that, that kind of lines up that way. Because like, I'm trying to think back. You know, I had obviously a few. There's like a handful of people. But usually it's everybody that's all on the same page of like, hey, listen, let's be just better people to each other and move on, right? Like very rarely do you have that like super right wing, like I hate everybody. I mean, there was Joey. Um, <laughs> right. There's one that I can think of off the top of my head. Can we explain Joey? Mm, sure. So Joey, <laughs> the best way I can explain him was he was definitely a hardcore alcoholic. And I mean, like, not like, like everybody in the restaurant industry is basically an alcoholic or, or something similar. There's a vice everywhere. But he's the guy that would go blackout drunk like every fucking night, you know? And then on top of that, if there was anybody he could antagonize and try to make himself like, you know, the alpha of the situation, that would, that's what he did all the time. Um, but you'd see him at work. He'd be plastered like, you know, halfway through the shift all the time. Yeah. So, Joey, you don't remember him? I don't have any real, like, recollection of this. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you were to work with him at the same time. I, I, I don't only think worked there for a year. Yeah, I don't think you worked there with him, but I, I'm i pretty sure you did. I think I only know him from after parties. Yeah, that's fair. Honestly. That's fair. And I can genuinely remember him just, like, picking at people. Mm-hmm. Like, you would be think you were having a conversation, and really what he was looking for is something to talk shit about. So you're like, yeah, no, uh, I got a new cat. And he's like, I fucking hate cats. And you're right. like, it's weird. Like, I also have a dog. He's like, yeah, I fucking hate them too. And it's just like, yeah. I'm not going to fight you. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. See you later. And like goes to find someone else. Like yeah. uh-huh. if he wasn't in the middle of an argument and perceived himself as winning, he wasn't happy. Yeah. And that did carry over yeah. to the workplace. Yeah. He's probably one of the worst coworkers I've ever had too, because like he would have those breakdowns for no reason halftime it was because he was you know drunk af and just couldn't handle his shit and then whenever he wasn't drunk he was just as bad yeah you know and like now you're shitty and hungover and yeah you're... yeah exactly i think that would probably go on the list as people who felt the need to be inebriated at work oh yeah, yeah. It, like listen everybody got off at the same time everybody got drunk at the same time everybody yeah. woke up to come back to their shitty shift at the same time if you're still drunk don't come to work yeah. If you're so high, people getting high in the deep freeze is the stereotype that I hate at restaurants. It happens. It does happen. I had to fire a girl for it. And I have definitely seen people in the parking lot yeah. who their five-minute smoke break turned into a 20-minute smoke mm-hmm. break. 
And then they come back in and they don't function. And I'm like, you could yeah. have waited two more hours. Like, bro, I need a steak <laughs> right. right now. <laughs> I need a yeah. steak 15 minutes ago. Uh, yeah. No, I feel that one because like, you know, there there's that certain level of just, you know, idiocy that goes along with some of those guys that you just like, God damn, dude, what's wrong with you? You know, but that's why they're in the restaurant industry, right? They couldn't work a nine to five job. <clears throat> that's fair. You know? That's fair. And, you know, I'm not I'm not above reproach on that one. Like, I didn't get, like, wasted, wasted. But whenever I used to, uh, you know, serve in the morning and bartend at the night at, at one place and go to the other, it wouldn't be uncommon for me to have, a, you know, food and drink a beer and then be like, okay, I'm going to the next place or whatever. You know, but there's a difference, I think, between having just a little bit take the edge off and keep you sane versus becoming just ridiculous. So, so I know a person who worked a split shift. Yeah. And um, between the shifts went to a different restaurant and had a drink mm-hmm. and a manager at the restaurant that this person oh worked i know who that was <clears throat> came I remember in that. and uh, he got let go there, right? <clears throat> he did he got fired right then and there in the middle of the split shift and to me that was insane like yeah there as was, an adult there was definitely a little conspiratorial work in there too yeah. i don't know who who ratted him out on it but i have a good idea yeah yeah, yeah. but um I don't, there's a weird line between I don't being able to be an adult and being beholden to yeah. this company and you know they don't think you have a life outside of it sure. pick up shifts do a split shift do a clopen like yeah they don't care mm-hmm. but I like that's what I think builds the friendships is being fucked over by the same person yeah it's always like the you know corporate against like the, the little rest guy. of us yeah like even yeah. management can sometimes get away oh, with blaming sure. corporate like at my job right mm-hmm. now, there's been this credit card reader like on the point of sales mm-hmm. uh, computer where we where we have um, our uh, cashier system. Yeah, the and, point of sale system. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was over explaining that for no reason. <laughs> uh, the credit card reader on it has been broken for eight months. Oh yeah, that's amazing. We've issue. had to walk the credit card and the receipt over. To another part of the building. Oh yeah, because you're in a hotel. I forgot. Credit card reader. It's not That's like insane. you're in. Yeah. Because they don't. Because corporate doesn't want to pay for um, an upgrade on this computer system. They're about mm. to do a renovation, so they're like, "We're just gonna wait until we do the renovation because yeah. we don't think that if we buy something like that right now, it'll still be good in a few months when we do that renovation." Shit, that's yeah, so that's insane. It's insane. Yeah. I know. So, like, even though we have to complain about this, we have this um, system that we have to like ring everything in. You have to click on all these different points at our front desk. Like, um, you have to charge the tax individually, the um, food sales individually, then like the total sales, then your tip in there, and then charge the credit card, and. I've complained to the manager a bunch of times, and every time he's like, "Yeah, I get it. Like corporate, ugh, you know." Yeah. So what can you do? Uh-huh. Oh man, I'll say something to him. I'll see what I can do. You know, I hey, that- you want some extra cookies? I got some cookies. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that goes back to that uh, whole like, even when customers ask for thing though, it's it's the same thing. Like, like, dude, nobody here has any control over anything, really. Kind of, you not know? really. I mean. I- how many times did you see like the grill back there burst into flames and everybody's food was ruined? Yeah. Like, <laughs> sorry, it's going to be 20 minutes on your order. Yeah. I think there's a difference between like 
passing the buck and being like, oh, hey, sorry, you know, so-and-so didn't put croutons on your salad. Right. Let me fix that, even if it is my fault. For and sure. And being like, hey, Jim John, this is legitimately broken. And him being like, yeah, uh, I know. This is a real issue. Yeah, yeah. and him, he's like, oh, that nameless, faceless guy, he's the one in charge of it. Like, he's not running sales. Yeah. He's not getting tipped. He's not, this isn't well, affecting him the same way. So, and this is the manager voice on this one. Um, there's a lot of times where restaurants tie bonuses to the most fucked up things, right? So, like a great example, I've worked at a restaurant where the cleaning supplies budget, if you went over, it came com- literally out of the manager's paycheck budget, right? So, if I spent 25 more dollars, I lost $25 on, on my budget. Out of your my personal tip. paycheck? Out of my tip, uh, my, my tip, my bonus, Right, oh. so like, let's say you make X amount per year, and then they say, okay, but you can get an extra five or ten grand a year if you hit these gateways, and you're like, okay, cool. But if you go over on whatever this thing you're spending, they take it out of whatever that that but that bonus is. So you know, there's a good chance that that guy may have like, oh, well, listen, if you spend more than X amount on repair and maintenance, then it comes out of your money. And then a lot of people are super selfish and go like, well, fuck it, I'd rather leave it broken and I make more money. You know, it's stupid. But it's a legit reality of the industry. Yeah, at the end of the day, like he does not care about me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm not hanging out with him or True. telling him any of my personal life. So I think let's talk about the inappropriate relationship side of things this because it's all over the place. It really is. <laughs> yeah, we've got about forty trains running yeah. out of our station. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. A lot. So that's what happens when you don't plan. You're like, hey, let's just go talk about restaurants. <laughs> Um, Wait, no, back up, because we have to do best coworkers. Oh Who's shit! Who's the best person you ever worked with? Cats over here, like, better What's say up? me. Yeah, mostly. right. Hey, For do you guys need bitches. to know how to spill money? <laughs> <laughs> I say that every week, or not every week, every month when we have our employee of the month. Uh, voting. <laughs> yeah, like a- nice. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, I think it's funny every time. Nobody else laughs. They all like, okay, we get it. Yeah. How many times have you won? None. <laughs> oh, no. I will come and work at your place for just like, so we can vote yeah, for like two months yeah. just so I can vote you in. Oh, God. I'm going to vote like 40 times. You'll see. I have no poll. I don't think that I could get you hired on. <laughs> oh, no. I'll do they that on my not. own merit. They'll like, be like, ooh. Fair. I'll pretend we're strangers. Reference. No. Mm-mm, I'm a girl. No. Right? I can't vote for you 40 times if we're... No. We just call the terrible Russians. at this. I know. I'm so innocent. I know. It's terrible. I'm like, let's commit voter fraud. And you're like, we can't because we're friends. I'm like, God bless America. Yeah, exactly. Uh, where was that train going? Favorite oh, employee. Favorite, favorite person I, you've worked with. Best coworker. That's the word. I have to think about it legitimately because like... I'm friends with a whole lot of people still from there. And like, I can see like, there's like this one dude who were like now inseparable. Cause like, mm. there are different people that there are different characteristics that I value about many people that I worked with over the years. I had a baby with one. So we're still pretty close. And his wife. True. Which for the record became his wife after I had a baby. Yeah. Just get that out of the way. Super fun. But I would say besides the two of you, they're probably the only two people from that restaurant that I hang out with still Hmm. because I did leave the industry and that's a big part of 
even when you go across the street to a different restaurant, right. it's the same people, especially in a town this size, mm-hmm. same people doing the same job for yeah. different people. Well, I think like for me, it, like the people that I still talk to, it's because like I value them as people and they kind of had that reciprocal, like you automatically, you know, caught on to each other and how, how you run, you know, like last night we had that, that uh, spicy wing thing that we did. Um, and two of those guys, Oh, I didn't tell you. No, she and oh, I, I didn't, didn't do, do that. That sounds fucking um, terrible. I'll show you pictures. It's fine. Um, I have okay. video too that I'll eventually post. Of your spicy wing. Uh, Ew. Hey, listen. Ew. Uh, but like Wendell, you it's know, just which, one wing. Did a <laughs> yes, couple of you all, all share it? Um, yeah. So we kind of dangled it from a string, and everybody mm. had to bite off of it at the same time. Yeah. Not really. It's all crinkled it's up like this. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it was humid. It's weird. <laughs> it's really cold outside. Don't judge. Um, <laughs> how many more penis jokes can we throw in here how many penises can we throw in where exactly <laughs> so i remember <clears throat> i remember i've definitely spent the night at Catherine's house not mm. Catherine's apartment but her parents house <laughs> did my dad make you pancakes i don't think so because i'm pretty sure oh, we were hung over the next great day story for that one but I can genuinely say I've been to your parents' house. I've been to your dad's house yeah. more than once. I've been to your have, dad's yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. I've been yeah. to your brother's house. Which one? Um, I have four of those. I can't remember. The one with the twins. J- uh, Dustin. Justin? Dustin. Dustin. Yeah. 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 I've been to Dustin's house. Yeah. I've been, because he had one house and then he moved and we went to that yeah. one, right? It's continually a thing, yeah. Yeah. I remember the one with the pocket bed in the wall and like oh, a homosexual slept in there. That's what I oh off thirty first or twenty yeah. first or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah I remember that yeah. uh, it was like the coolest bed I'd ever seen at the time God. yeah not a Murphy bed it's like a yeah, yeah. closet thing that right, opens right. and there's yeah, a yeah. mattress in there right right so the literal gay guy could come out of the closet every morning. every morning yeah, yeah yeah I remember that that was the running joke there yeah. yeah I definitely went to that house and I remember his wife being like I'm so glad we have two kids because I only want two kids because I like animals more than people and I was like. <laughs> Well, I'm people. Okay. Right. I don't think we're going to be able to hang out, but yeah. that's, I mean, that's what I remember. Yeah. But sorry, what I was getting at was um, when I first started, I remember training with a girl whose name was Jessica and the manager, you know, did our little beginning of training speech or whatever. And yeah. he's like, Orientation. listen, yeah, that's the one. Uh, he said, most people who come in here, you know, if X amount of people are training, 50% of them will stay. He said, so it's just two of you today. One of you is going to quit. And like right there, I was like, I'm going to beat this bitch. (laughs) She quit within two weeks. Uh, Well, you know, probably because you were slashing your tires. Well, fuck her. (laughs) I needed to win. But that's the other thing. It's weird. I bought three tires this week. You're like, oh, weird pocket blade away. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, did you get a receipt? So you're going to need one. Um, I think that's the other thing is it's not necessarily like a super competitive workspace it's really not yeah but they do kind of set you up where it's like listen people are gonna get fired people are gonna quit it's reality and you are just thrown together with these people and i'm literally just rambling at this point i don't remember it's revolving like like the pool of people is constantly that's what revolving so it was me and Susie and era i remember era and none of us were of age right. for drinking and you and nick and bubba yeah and i'm pretty sure all three of you were mm-hmm. and literally for 
six months, seven months, my yeah. life revolved around the five of you guys. Oh, it yeah, no, I'm serious. If people needed to know where one of us was, it was with the other ones. You so know? I don't want to tell too many stories of of like us in in a room, but I will say, um, I remember we had the apartment, and I realized one point into. Um, our friendship specifically that you were probably the better wingman for anybody that needed one. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I know, you know that like, this isn't yeah. a surprise to you, No, it's not. you know, but She's like an excellent wingman. I'm yeah. As a lady who likes like... to pick up ladies, yeah, I know how to use both ends of that. Yeah. You know, yes. because like, you know, we, we had parties where there were, you know, 10, 12 people there at, at, at pretty much every night. But, if somebody was getting somebody else naked, it was probably you getting yeah. somebody else naked. Yeah. You know, and like, I don't want to say that solidified our friendship, it but that definitely hurt. made, yeah, me it go didn't like, didn't hurt. Brittany's a good person to hang out with because she gets people naked. Yeah. Brittany's the one who's like, what game oh. are we playing? I bet I can make it strip whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Girl, you got to take a beer pong shot. I'll hold your tits for you. Like yeah. that's. Right. I'll keep them covered. Don't worry. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, no yeah. one can see your nipples. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. See? That's a real thing. Cats over here like, I didn't go to those parties. I didn't go to those parties. No. You guys must have saved those for when I left at like midnight. I gotta get home, guys. Yeah. I have My to go My dad's home. waiting. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, she's gone. Someone else take off their clothes. This yeah. cat wasn't going to. <laughs> Damn it. She's the conservative voice of this room. I That's weird. I mean, I was. I was. Yeah. I drank the water. <laughs> yeah. Trust been me. tainted. That's yeah, so well, funny. if you weren't going to, we were making it into ice. So, yeah, right, right. <laughs> I mean, you were going to get it one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I brought my own water from home. Well, it looks warm, girl. Put this in there. Yeah, right. I have never That's roofied one. anyone, I swear <laughs> to God. I don't think I've ever drugged anybody either. What do you mean you no. don't think? Secondhand it's roofies. Like, <laughs> She's like, these are either Tic Tacs or roofies. Here you go. Either way, your breath's going to be awesome. You're that one dude from Hangover. Just like, oh shit, I got the wrong one. <laughs> so I have a friend who I have gone through transitional like life with. Are you going to tell us that you're going to be becoming a man? No, okay. not that. Um, so this you, friend. Yeah. Um, she and she I have been friends Kevin. for I think seven years um, our friendship started when she approached me I had broken my arm and someone had been mm. uh, starting rumors that I was um, like abusing my medication and trying to like sell it for money and this person approached me her name's Megan and she was like hey do you like do drugs and I was like like what kind of drugs? Right, that's always the answer. <laughs> it right? really is. Do you, do you smoke? What? Smoke what? I smoke yeah. what? <laughs> Which is just as fine yeah, as saying yes. Say yes. <laughs> it is. Just say yes. I know that's that's the clue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we think it's some kind of stoner code too. Right. Like, being sneaky. Everybody yeah. knows. Yeah. Not sneaky. Yeah. It's everybody it's the already one knows. Too. Yeah. Anyway, so this girl and I became friends when I was like, no, thank you for coming to me directly. We're now best friends. Right. Um, she and I have like went through terrible life lessons like we both got arrested together um nope. we'll need that story later we Write that down. had children six months apart and they were each other's first kiss we go to each other's children's birthday parties not when they were like six months like you're giving me some <laughs> kind of weird face 
they were they were like two when they had their first kiss it wasn't Dude, like that doesn't count yeah but that's like friendly kiss that's not that doesn't like, count at all yeah when it's, she's writing in her diary at 15 and she's like, tonight I kissed Jimmy Williams and it was so special, but it was my second kiss because of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, that's not a real thing. Yeah, because Bubba when I was two. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry. I didn't mean to shit all over your, your mom's okay. story. Your children, okay. actually. Yeah. yeah. yeah my bad. No, less. no, that's okay. I just don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> Sorry. You go to her kids' like school stuff. So you guys are like you, super like, tight. So we're still Close. friends. That's the point I was trying mm. to make is like it's Because not... she didn't take the uh, pre-disposed you know, information yeah. from somebody yeah. else. Yeah. She came straight to me. It was that mm. like, a, like an honesty. It was a I'm going to like relate to you kind of thing. It wasn't one of those i don't know backwards kind of catty ways that sometimes people can make friendships or form yeah um, like we're both bitches yeah yeah Uh, uh, yeah. who can out bitch the other one yeah right so oh i worked with a few of those do you remember everybody yes they were like the popular girls in high school Mm -hmm. but they worked at this restaurant and i'm like girl you also smell like deep fry oil like yeah. you're not better than me right now you have to sweep the same amount of yeah peanuts exactly yeah. i like your 06 taurus like calm down <laughs> <laughs> so the other side of that <clears throat> people yeah, just like new. assuming rumors um was i would always hear like hey so-and-so is selling their xanax and i'm like for how much <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't assume it's a rumor but i also wouldn't assume it was like a negative thing i'm like okay i don't take xanax personally but you know who it has extra cash at this point this girl yeah. like to me that is the quintessential like theme mm-hmm. of those friendships is like okay so let's- if i'm gonna get in trouble who do I want to get in trouble with? Someone who's doing something worse than me. The plan is like, to get in trouble. Just how far can we go first? Well, not only yeah. that, but if like we're going to get pulled over, right? And I'm high, but she's high and carrying. Like, <laughs> guess what? That shifts. Yeah, I want right? to be somewhere in the middle of that yeah, for sure. line. So, like, the rumor thing is really interesting because I didn't even think about how every restaurant is just fucking rumor mills, man. You hear so much crap all mm. of the time. And... I'm not one of those guys that propagates it, but like I would always see how far I could push people when they try to bring it to me. Be like, oh, hey, did you hear so-and-so was having sex with so-and-so? I'd be like, yeah. Do you remember the dog that was like licking him while they were That's doing it? That's propagating. I know, but like. You, you can't say I didn't I didn't do the thing and then be like, but I did do this thing. Yeah, like it's the I same would, thing. I would throw a spin onto it. How's that? I wouldn't like push it further and go tell people. But if they brought it to me, Didn't I would try to change it. Didn't you once start a rumor that you were somebody's baby daddy or something? No. I mean, maybe. I feel like there was something was like along Jesus the lines of that. No. I definitely told them that I was a vegetarian when you I first did. started. You did. We got snowed in <clears throat> to this apartment. Brandon's apartment. I was going to say, that was my place. Because we had the a fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. And it was right across the street from the restaurant. And we all tried to go to work yeah. and you couldn't that go to work. That was a crazy ice storm. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm newish. And what, there was like only one other female there. Yeah, I don't remember. Who it was, was like a sausage fest for real. Well, that's what happens when you don't plan on getting snowed in. You live with three guys. Well, I was like, okay, how am I going to stand out? Like, how am I going to be? And like in my dumbass lady brain, like I was like, vegetarians are cool. Like that's yeah, exotic. That. That's exotic. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was a really dumb kid. What if these guys never met a vegetarian? <laughs> a vegetarian. We work at a steak place. <laughs> I'm sure they've seen me eat meat. Yes, yes. But today, I fell I'm for that for so long. <laughs> they went, so they went, braved the ice and snow to go and get groceries. And I was like, don't forget, guys, I'm a vegetarian. Oh, shit. Like, they actually bought different groceries for my punk ass. Here's some asparagus. Yeah, and I was like, thanks so much. And then I'd wait and people would be sleeping. I'd be in the kitchen like, fucking pizza all the meat fucking beef jerky people are like where's uh where's all the lunch meat for you know that we i'm like i don't know i don't eat that i fed it to the dog i'm a vegetarian it was a shit show so i do remember that (laughs) i just think the rumor mill kind of uh insinuates that it's not true yeah and i would say 70 percent of the shit that you hear that sounds like it's made Mm -hmm. up is probably true yeah Yeah. there's a lot of it it's the wild west there's no laws yeah, but I think a lot of that comes from people working in that industry who are, you know, just too honestly young to have as much, you know, things going on at the same time. Like, dude, you haven't figured you out yet. You need to calm the fuck down, you know. And actually, you know what my favorite rumors were when people would start them about themselves specifically. Like, you'd have the, uh, you know, the server assistants or the bus boys or whatever you want to call them. Be, they'd be like, yeah, you know, I, I killed a guy. Yeah. You know, like, because they thought they were gangster. Did you ever have that? No. Daniel was one of those guys. No, he did not. He didn't say he killed anybody, but he would try to be all like, and yeah, man, did. I got into a fight with a cop. Like, no, like, dude. No, you didn't. No. You're not in jail. Yeah, like, the know. best ones. Or, like, things that didn't make sense for their age, age range. Yeah. You know, age, he's 20, age. and he's like, I spent six years in Asia just backpacking, and I'm yeah. like, when you were 12? Right, yeah. Like, You're how like, is that a what? thing? Yeah. I don't know. I always had big crushes on busboys and essays like why i because so i have random. this like disenfranchised youth thing oh. where i'm just like i'm gonna fix this puppy look at his little broken leg all he does is smoke pot and smells like dishwater <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was a real problem in my youth right so i guess we can transition to that inappropriate relationships thing hey there we are again yeah uh we got time so i want to hit on first the like craziest thing there's always that like manager sleeping with staff thing oh listen to this i've got the best story ever this guy that i worked with i loved him he was a great manager i really and i'm i wanted to love hugging a puppy no 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 okay no i was not in love with no no like hugging a puppy kind of way exactly like he was just I, th- I thought he was a great manager. He was very fair. He, when he told you to do something, like you did it. And I mean, I worked with him at two different locations for right. one restaurant chain. And at the second location, there was this younger girl. I mean, this guy was like in his 40s. And there was this younger girl. She was like 19, 18, 19-ish. Mm-hmm. Ish, yeah. If you're lucky. He was married. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. That's not uncommon. Yeah. Come on. She got pregnant. Oh, fuck. I got a story just like that. They're still together. Shut the fuck up. What? They're on their second kid together. They got married. He left his wife. He's Damn. married to her. Damn. They have been together this whole time. What's the whole time, though? Like, how long are we talking? Um. Okay, so I was 21, and I'm turning 32. So Holy 11 fuck. years. Yeah. That's insane. I know. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. See, that's that's one of those things, though, that, like, 
is it weird in the fact that he's doing it because she's just like the younger chick? Like if it's no, the, obviously it's like it's the time nanny. has. Well, I know, like, but like tested. If, if it was the nanny or if it was anybody else, and it, like the connection was there, that's what it is. Or is there that like I'm the boss and you're my staff and what's up? Like I don't know. I think that's their business, really. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like if she still works for him, that's weird. Right, right. But if it's just like calm. Oh no, it was like so. It was a corporate restaurant, and that was not cool yeah like they both had to quit damn that good huh yeah so that's actually where i left um i say left technically i got separated in a weird way um from the job that i moved to arkansas with Mm -hmm. um so here's literally the breakdown of what happened so um i had the support manager come out and he's coming a support manager Um, assistant he is well he's a gm that was going to be opening up the next restaurant that wasn't built yet so he's so just like a learning kind of except for okay. except for he was already tenured. It's like we have to move you up there. You have to hire people. It takes four months to get this restaurant open. So we still need to pay you to do something. So he's supporting my restaurant waiting for his to open. It's a training wheels manager. Kind of. Okay. So anyways, um, he's he's coming up out of Texas. He's already been with the company for a while. Um, and like red flags flew super early. Because the first thing that happens is like, okay, I'm the GM of this restaurant, right? Um, he transfers a guy from Dallas with him, and he's like, hey, man, I'll be at the restaurant on Tuesday, and then this guy that uh, worked with me in Dallas will be there on Wednesday. I'm like, who's the guy? And they're like, well, he was a crew member. Dude, we're like nine hours away from where you worked. Yeah, who was leaving their home for that position? And to go in like you didn't ask, you just transferred in. Yeah, did he have power to do that, or was it kind of just like a... It's something that he did and got approved. Okay. Yeah. It was like, the mm. fuck is happening? Like, that's strange, right? Well, it turns out that guy um, was a hardcore gambler, and the manager owed him a whole lot of money. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So yeah. he was like, if you leave, I leave. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm coming with you to watch. Yeah. yeah like like a break your legs situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like Dang. ridiculousness stuff. So so much so that whenever that uh, the gambler guy decided to get a motorcycle, he made him sign for it and put it on his credit and everything else like that the front door right like the fuck man so So anyways he could repo it so that Uh, it wouldn't come back on his credit that guy already owed him enough money he could buy a whole motorcycle for him yeah it's good stuff if you owe me sixty thousand dollars and you don't have it i'm like cool make payments on this bike yeah exactly yeah that's big money yeah it's ridiculousness oh the dude that he has a ridiculous amount of money uh and i mean that legitimately so anyways, he uh, so he transfers up right to the restaurant and, uh, you know, I hear all kinds of stuff from the staff and it's rumors and it's kind of what you expect that, you know, he's he's partying with the staff or he's going out with the staff and stuff like that. And you're kind of like, OK, whatever, you know, but we're in the world of Snapchat and things like that, you know, obviously. And uh, it doesn't go very long until one of the managers in a different restaurant calls me. And he says, hey, man, by the way, you know, your your other manager in that building is is sleeping with the crew there's snapchat and there's all this kind of stuff and there's you know geotags you guys remember when snapchat put on those geotags where you could find out where people were yeah yeah there's like yeah he's at a hotel with this chick and they're sending (sighs) me these pictures and Uh right all kinds of shit why does people why do people not realize that the internet is forever right it's never just a one oh i just want my friend you know jimmy to see this jimmy's gonna show everyone he knows 
ever. Yeah. So here's the crazy part of that story is I'm the one that I'm getting basically let go because of it. So what happens is I send it up to corporate, right? And I have, um, so I worked there in that location for two years and I had almost five. We had four and then they had a fifth right after I left area directors. So every six months you got a new boss, right? Ridiculousness. That's what happened when a restaurant grows too fast. So I bring it up to one. He's like, well, it's not really going to be my area for much longer. I don't want to fire this guy when they're getting ready to open a restaurant. So I'm just going to let the next guy know. Right. And you're like, you're like, I've dealt with that before too. But you're like, that's not how this is supposed to go, dude. Like you need to do something about it. So next guy comes in, finds out and and like, doesn't ever say anything about it. And I'm like, Hey man, so, so so-and-so has been, you know, hooking up with so-and-so and they're still working together in this building. You know, he's, you know, trying to make sure he's on her shifts with her and like the videos, you know, because we have cameras that are like super accessible. Like you you can clearly tell that he's all over in the restaurant. Like this has got to stop, bro. You know, because I don't have the power to fire him because he's technically working a different restaurant. And you Uh, guys are like the same level. Right. Right. You're not a superior. He doesn't work for me. Yeah. Okay. So entire thing goes down, whatever. And that manager, you know, basically brings it up and, you know, a little bit of time goes by and nothing happens. And I'm like, all right, fuck, whatever. So then she gets knocked up, right? And obviously she tells people that she's pregnant and whatever. And I'm like, the fuck? So then I obviously relay that out to the air director. Like, dude, this chick's pregnant. Who he's been sleeping with, that is already well established. What are we doing here? Like, he's now promising her that he's going to promote her into a shift manager position. Oh, shit. Uh Right, you know? And once again, I get a new area director at that point. So it's not even at that point that I have you know, any continuity in this handling of the situation. It's a new area director again. Right. So, um, you know, I, I, once again, new area director, like, Hey man, here's the entire situation. I just need some resolution. Cause this is fucked up right now. Like, you know, he's trying to promise her that he's going to promote her and he's knocked her up and you know, blah, 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 blah. So, um, I get a call from my RVP, my regional vice president, you know, basically saying, Hey man, you know, you need to meet me at this place tomorrow. Right. I'm like, the fuck is he doing in town? Obviously. Mm-hmm. So I show up and he goes, you know, so what's going on? And I tell him and he was like, so do, why does it matter who's, who's the dad of her baby? And I go, because it absolutely fucking matters. He's working in the same restaurant with her. He's doing this, he's doing this. Like, I'm not trying to get the guy fired, but you guys are not doing anything, anything. about this. Yeah. And he was like, well, we need him to open the next restaurant. And I'm like, do you need him that much? Like he's got this guy who he owes a whole lot of money to on top of that. He's knocking up my crew members. Like, this is the worst possible morality thing that I could have in this yeah. restaurant right now. And he goes, well, you either need to let it go or you need to give me your keys. Holy shit. I said, fuck it. All right, here's my keys, man. That's insane. Right? Like, what do you do? You give him the keys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 100% agree. Yeah. So, you know, there's a line, I think, of inappropriate relationships that happen where corporate will you know pull the right trigger like that and it's like you know hey we're not so focused on whatever like these guys are shitty people when you get them out or the flip side of that is like hey listen you know we need him to open the next restaurant so uh fucking so deal he with can it. run yours into the ground while yeah we wait exactly for that. yeah i don't know i think that's a 10 percent margin on either oh, end, the other thing on that one though that made it really funny is that uh, whenever i took it to hr because i took it to hr before the rvp came out um, they said, well, he's not technically in her uh, chain of command because he doesn't technically work for your restaurant. He's just working out of your restaurant. Okay. And semantics, right? Right. How is that? I'm a... like it. Th- yeah, right. Exactly. No, not like a thing. how the fuck does that math work? Yeah. No, that's just at that point, like a company you don't want to work for. Yeah. Not at that. That's point. just no. something that shows you like 
if my integrity is going to be a problem at my job, <laughs> right. I don't need that fucking job anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's nuts. Yeah, it is. It's absolute ridiculousness. So, yeah. So, no longer work there, obviously. The only manager, coworker kind of situation was at a fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is the same but different. Right. And it was an overnight, like we were a 24-hour store, mm-hmm. so there was only like six people on yeah. ever. And usually it was like three or four people. You had one person in the back take money and do dishes. You had one person in the middle cook and clean. And you had one person up front who did, uh, you know, like passed it out, loaded everything up, and then like cleaned the front. Yeah. And then y'all were trying to take breaks and shit. Just good luck. You know, it's not super busy, but there are days. And uh, the bar would let out at two and you'd get, you know, your little rush, but nothing major. And um, I'd say of the six people that were pretty permanent on that shift, four of us were managers. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you had managers dating managers, you had managers dating employees, you had employees wanting to date managers. Sure. And then let's say you need four people and only three people are available. You can pull someone else, you know, that's a, a standard crew member. Well, you pull a high school girl, right? And you let her stay up too late and you give her a bunch of coffee. And then you're like, also, you know, you only work with these three people, so there's no real rules. Mm-hmm. It gets real shady real fast. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It gets real shady and it's that cool guy like oh you know he doesn't make me wash my hands or like Mm. he doesn't make me wipe down tables well okay first of all there's nobody here you don't have to wipe down the tables (laughs) but like there was a specific person who was you know tall Mm -hmm. and muscular and good looking sure and like girls were obsessive we would have employees who were still in high school who would come through the night shift Mm-hmm. You know, and they'd wait till they'd come to the window and talk to him and then they'd wait for a car to come up behind him and then they'd just pull around again. You know, so they're not blocking customers. I can't really say anything, but I'm like, still shady. Yeah. Hey, you're not doing your job yeah. at this point. Like my dishes won't wash themselves. <laughs> and that's I mean, I've never had it in the like sit down seating restaurant yeah. situation only because. Have you guys ever dated a manager or somebody above you? My first um, boyfriend was. Uh, but okay so he started working there after i did we worked together right so he started working there a few months after i did and he was promoted quicker than i was because he was older i was like 15 and he was 19 so he became a manager and i was dating him so you were dating before he got promoted yeah yeah it doesn't really count although it is weird that he's 19 you're 15 yeah that's where i'm at you know what's really weird i it never like occurred to me i just thought he was like oh funny right but like he should have thought something yeah. of this he did he said things frequently uh, i mean we actually started date. i mean we like hung out before he's like you're just like my little God. sister <laughs> this is why she thinks first kisses are at two <laughs> <laughs> he was my first kiss <laughs> So he's weird. the first guy I held hands with. <laughs> oh. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I'm being very is. serious. Yeah. Holy shit. He's oh. the first guy that I danced with. He was my first everything. Mm. I was adorable. Uh, we met when I was 15. I started working there. I had a huge crush on him and I wanted to date him. And he was like friends with two of my brothers. And uh, he was so funny. Like he was just very charming. But um, anyway, so he's like the one with the anime hair. No, that oh. was a different one. Okay. I met him while I was working at uh, I mean, like he was really attractive but really uncharming. Very. Yeah. <laughs> but like hair she on point. She was like, point. but it was great to stare but at. But he him. had like a, 
<laughs> it really was. Shh, quit talking. I just need to absorb this. Yeah. Stop talking. Oh, Betty would never quit talking. No, he oh, wouldn't. And okay. it was just trash. Uh, oh, my Shit. God. When we would play, like, Guitar Hero and he would... <laughs> Feel like he would go up and take the mic from people. He yeah. was so awful. Mm-hmm. Oh god! He thought he like was a rock star. He thought he was just like a gift to all people, everyone, but especially women, especially women. Yeah. Well, she unwrapped. <laughs> we uh, well, uh, we stopped being friends for a little bit because we were somewhere. We had walked like from my house to a park. And I was like, if you don't fucking quit, I'm gonna dump this beer on your head. And he didn't, he didn't believe, believe you. me. Yeah, and I say. dumped a beer on his head and he like got in the car. My and, hair. Yeah, it was a big to do. Oh, God. He was so mad about that. His <laughs> hair. My hair. Did you see that? She dumped it off. <laughs> yeah, I did. It was fucking red. <laughs> You're like, I also heard her warn you. Like, right. I, I don't know if you just didn't hear that, but it was a big to do at the time. This was like emo hair. Right. On po- I mean, like this was probably six hour hair fantastic yeah. it took two hours yeah for that him to do his hair yeah i've never had that well yeah <laughs> hey listen when there's a bald joke i'm throwing it out mm-hmm. just the way this works so let's finish up and wrap this one uh with uh the words the wise on uh friends in low places the relationships you build in a restaurant um so uh Brittany, you go first what's your your ending comments here um, I was really lucky that I worked in restaurants before Facebook was like a really big thing. Mm-hmm. My thing is don't ever assume that someone's not paying attention and don't do anything that you wouldn't want to remember in 15 years. Oh, because somebody's going to still tell that story. Well, not only that, but it'll be on the internet. <laughs> Your kids will find it. Fair. It's like. You know, you remember that girl who jacked off a goat and then your kid Googles it and it's like, there's your mom and it's, you can't. You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Yeah. You can't explain when it. When did you jack Don't worry about that. Okay. It was before the internet. <laughs> we just talked about this. Okay. Uh, Kat, what do you got? Your, uh, your relationship remark with emo hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've geared my thought process in a totally different direction. I, I, I wanted to do for that. Okay. I mean, you can talk about jacking off goats too if you want. I mean, <laughs> we, we have possibilities. Like, it's a thing. <laughs> he wasn't Was a donkey, Billy? really. Yeah. I mean, oh, donkey. So he's a bit of an ass. Yeah, it's good. It's perfect. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm. I feel like I'm pretty blessed to be still friends with a lot of people that I worked with, and to have formed a lot of really important relationships. Um during the course of my career working in restaurants and in hospitality, whether or not those friendships lasted and have, I, I still continue them doesn't really matter. I formed a lot of bonds and I had a lot of really deep connections, um, with several people that, you know, have impacted my life and formed me in one way or another into the person that I am today. So I feel like I'm blessed for every person that I came into contact with, whether they be, you know, that awful one-upper or, you know, the best friend that I go to her kids' birthday parties every year. Fair. Uh, mine, I'm going to keep it pretty simple, is that, uh, you know, when you're building these relationships in a restaurant, you know, it doesn't really matter where somebody came from or what their life goals are or any of that kind of stuff because you guys are in the... Uh, same pot more metaphorically at the same time so you know definitely 
learn to appreciate the people that you have uh, that you're in there with and don't just sow division just because you have some kind of self-righteous sense of betterment because at the end of the day, you're still going to get rolls 38 times. Like, it's just the way this is. You're rolling the same silverware. Yeah. You're going to the same shitty bars. Mm -hmm. You're probably sucking the same dicks. (laughs) Like, let's be fair. I tried real hard to stay out of that soup. The dick soup? Yeah. (laughs) And on this episode, we'll end it with dick soup. Um, So we'll see you guys later. Thanks. Yeehaw.